Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit It's advice from a dipshit With Matt Bronger Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. Uh, today, I have uh, one of the, the shining stars in the comedy scene that I've uh, been friends with for years. We met uh, working together as panelists, and you were also a writer, on Chelsea Lately. Give it up yeah. for a fortune feemster. Fortune What's is up? Here. Another dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's important we all recognize it in each other. <laughs> yes. Like, in, in ourselves. <laughs> ourselves, I should say. That's right. Because I, I, when people are like, hey, and it hasn't happened that often, we're like, hey, don't call yourself a dipshit. <laughs> and most people are just like, yeah, he kind of is. You're like, just but, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I'm just like, no, we all are. Yeah. That's my point. We are all, you know, we're all a little bit yeah. of a dipshit. It's, it's it's just kind of just fucking taking the weight off and just being like, hey, we're all dipshits here. Um, how have you been? Everything good? Yeah, I've been good. I've been on the road and doing stand-up. Yeah. Modeling. Sure. Right on. All Me that, too. All that stuff. All that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did that. It's funny. I was thinking about that. Um that panel show we did, or well, with Wanda Sykes in oh, with yeah. Joe Coy at, uh, in, at JFL at in JFL Montreal. at JFL, where they just showed old footage of us, and they showed Joe Coy killing, <laughs> and then they showed funny videos of you, and uh-huh. then they showed a video of me drunk on stage <laughs> drunk in a backyard, in a backyard party, backyard. and I was like, man, like I got shit that should have been in like a sealed vault. <laughs> like everyone else's was enjoyable, mine was just like, ooh, that's sad. <laughs> You're like a beer in your hand and oh, slurring, so bad. <laughs> slurring. Oh my god, I You're remember. Like, Thanks a lot, like, guys. I remember that party. I mean, it was fun, but it was also like I was like I often think back. I was like, I wish I would have said something. I wish I'd been like, hey, what the shit, you know? But yeah, this is that thing. You're it just, so just kind of happy to be here. But it was like at that show. I had so many people tell me how much fun they had at that show. Yeah, it's how awesome. How much they enjoyed it. So that was that was awesome. I wonder what's going to happen. They're they were going to try to sell it. I think as oh, a really? TV show. I don't know if anything's coming of it or not. That's a great idea. It's like comedians that watch their old stand up and like you know it's like a panel where you kind of rip on yourselves and yes. each other. And you could do that with so many performance professions. Yeah. Actors, you know, singers, whatever, and just be like, oh, here's your, you're the talent show. No, yeah. God, no. <laughs> Even outfits alone. Totally. Oh, <laughs> From like that, 20. Don't just say bust out the old MySpace blogs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what was yeah. I thinking? I used to wear like vests that didn't, like, were too small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You're like, why am I doing that? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Could I not afford a vest that? Covered my frontal Wa- area. Wanda Sykes is like rayon outfits and, and oh, pressed yeah. flat hair was so amazing. So funny. Uh, yeah. I, I was the generation of like the really low cut jeans, mm-hmm. like the low oh, yeah. cut jeans. Like you had to shave to just like wear your jeans to high school. Sure. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Amanda basically curates. People call in yeah. and let's leave messages, and Amanda just picks ones uh, for us. So awesome. I don't know what's coming. All right. So let's 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 roll the first one. All right. See what it is. Hey there, Matt Browner. Uh So I've tried this like three times, and I keep screwing it up. Anywho, I'm going to try again. So I used to always go to Oak Ridge, Oregon every summer because my mom's side of the family is there. I know that you're from Oregon, so, you know, I also know that Oregon is more than just hippies. It's also meth heads and uh, mean lumberjacks. (laughs) So, I was thinking, I love this town so much. 
I want to try to do something for this town. I think it would be cool to do a Bigfoot sighting. Now, obviously, I'm hoping that, you know, here I am spilling the beans, you know, it'd be like, oh, well, what about that one fucking podcast? Well, I'm just hoping everybody here, you know, listening to this can keep a secret, but I was thinking, you know, if I can get this together, if I can get a tall person, if I can get a tall person and a Bigfoot suit and some hunting cameras or something like that and, and stage it, what, how do I pull this off? How do I how do I make it look as real as possible? I mean, besides the fact that you know Bigfoot's probably not real, you know we can all we all have hope. You know, I believe in Bigfoot. You know, I, uh, I've never seen it, but you know, hey, yeah, I like to have fun. Anyway, I just I'm wondering, what do I do? <clears throat> What's the extra little pizzazz, the panache that I can put on it that I can you know. I mean, I don't want to be shot by some hunter, I guess, you know, <laughs> oh, avoid no. any hunting seasons. You know, I can't really wear an orange vest while I'm doing it. I'm just, like, I, I need that extra little something. And I was wondering about your advice. What what would local Oregonians, you know, what, how would they react? What would I, what would I do to get their attention? <laughs> right. Uh, well, you have a good one. And I'm bad at ending calls. Okay, bye. Okay, uh, if he's, <clears throat> thanks for calling, man, and I appreciate you uh, having love for Oak Ridge and for Oregon. I would stay away from trying to stage an actual one that gives people hope <laughs> that there's a real Bigfoot. Do people have hope that there's a real oh, yeah. Bigfoot? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Really? There was a guy in, the I think, the 70s who basically testified that he was abducted by a family of yeah. big feet. And Her- was like... Harry and the uh, Hendersons. Family of big feet. <laughs> yes, and like, and like was like... He was in a cage and he was like a pet. He was like a dog. Yeah. And they would take him out and feed him and stuff. And he like got away by feeding them berries he knew to be poisoned. But it's just like, man, there's no way that animals that live in the forest don't know that there's poisoned berries. They would have died out. Right. So if you want to do like an exposition or something like that, that's fun. You want to get a friend to dress up and walk into town and like, look, it's Bigfoot. That would be maybe a good time. But like, I would not try to fake a thing that'll get people you know it could be like a little kid like oh my god it it's real it could come through my window and eat me you know or or people that have been chasing bigfoot their whole lives like they look at that picture and they're like i'm validated and you're like oh god it's not real That's so you could hope. potentially break someone's heart what do you think well i think he's right in that 100 percent he would get shot in <laughs> in oregon Hundred percent. Ah, that's fine. And I just think for his own benefit of not getting shot, do no. not risk it. Because if you saw like a big furry thing in Oregon, yeah, running through the forest, yep, probably probably shoot it. Probably a guy in a in a in an orange vest would yeah. take aim and shoot it. Yeah, it's it's uh, hunting cameras. Like, is that a thing? Oh yeah, it is. Oh okay. yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's right. They, like, they monitor if like bucks are yes. going by. Ah, oh, okay. See, shows shows what I know. But like they zoom in or something. They can zoom in on the animals. I don't understand. How Not no, cameras. but they're like motion activated. So you'll uh-huh. attach them to trees uh, yeah. and then like take a, sh- a couple snapshots. And oh, of what's send around. It to you. Got yeah. It. yeah, of course. That of course. seems like cheating. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, but like I feel like it takes a picture when you're nowhere near there. Yeah, so probably go like, oh, they come through here sometimes. Yeah, so I'll hide in the tree and shoot one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, but what do you think this guy could do for the town to bring some pizzazz, as you said? 
I think stroll, uh, have your tall friends stroll through in the Bigfoot outfit and just, I would just, the two of you walk in and just hang out and maybe go hit a bar and something like that. And I'd say like, Bigfoot's in town. Yeah. Or sponsor a karaoke night. Mm-hmm. That sounds like pizzazz, <laughs> enough pizzazz, That's right? Nice pizzazz. Yeah. And just have a Bigfoot theme. Mm-hmm, for sure. Or some sort of party. Yeah. With yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah. Hope that answers your question, man. Hello, Matt Bronger. Uh, big pet ears. Uh, my name is Matt B as well. I'm a chef in Los Angeles. I've been working as a chef since I was 21. I'm uh, currently 30. Now I actually have a personal chef gig and I have a lot more time on my hands. And, uh, the thing is, the days of working eight to 10 hours, uh, would always result in, you know, not necessarily heavy drinking, but definitely drinking before last call and, uh, going out. And now, uh, I'm at a place where I have a lot more time and curious to see if you have any uh, ideas, not necessarily in terms of my specific interest or anything like that, but more so in terms of uh, uh, any practices you do in order to not necessarily say stop drinking, but like focus on um, uh, other interests and uh, how that is uh, possible. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, but uh, I hope uh, that made a little sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks for calling in, man. Absolutely. I'm actually taking a break myself right now. I find that I, I've been uh, medicating, self-medicating on the road a lot. I feel kind of isolated, obviously, by myself. So it's like out of boredom. All this free boredom, a yeah. free time. And also, like, I've always preached the gospel of giving yourself treats yeah. In life for the hard work you do. And my treat has always been alcohol. I've always been a drinker, uh, not so much a weed smoker. I'm healthy in almost every, pretty much every other aspect of my life to a degree. But it's like that thing I do overindulge and I tend to push it. I'm scaling it back. I'm 14 years older than you, man. And there have been times where I've taken breaks and I, lately I've just been full of anxiety because of the atmosphere we're in right mm-hmm. now. And, and also because this career will drive you crazy. So my advice to you, man, one book I've heard is really good is Alan Carr's How to Quit Drinking Without Willpower. I have a lot of sober friends who are like, you got to check this book out. I got a copy from a friend just to peruse and look through as a sort of textbook. I don't know if I'm going totally sober now or not, or not but we shall see. But one thing I'm focusing on is, is just the fact that alcohol is just basically an amplifier and an anesthetic. It's, it's something that can make you feel like you're having more fun than you are. And it's like, but are you? Like, are you really more relaxed or are you just numb? And you're not really dealing with the situation the way you probably should. It's one of those things where I was always a weekend drinker and am. And I don't really drink during the week. And so I didn't think, well, this isn't really a problem. But it's like I would just abuse alcohol on weekends almost every weekend. And so to answer your question, just take a break and write down stuff that you really like to do and do those things. Like this weekend, my wife's out of town. I'm going to be singing in a Neil Diamond tribute band. It'd <laughs> as be really, one does. As one does. <clears throat> Neil, and the, Neil and the Diamonds <laughs> will be playing. And it's fun. My, and, and, but it's like one of those things where it's like, huh, it's going to be weird doing that sober without any, not even having drinks after. And I'm just like, well, you know, look, kind of looking forward to it to just being like more clear headed. That's on a Saturday, Friday. What am I going to do? I don't have any plans. My wife's out of town. I figure I might just go see a movie by myself, which I haven't done in a long fucking time. And I love going to the movies by myself. So 
That's what I'm doing. Try to find something like that. Fortune, what do you think? Yeah, I was going to say, his also seems to stem out of boredom and having too much time on his hands. And it's kind of easy to be like, oh, I don't have anything to do. I'm just going to go down to the bar and uh, yep. get a drink. And so it's mm-hmm. almost like, do you find like when you're with your wife, are mm-hmm. you drinking less? Because you yeah. have a companion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still will uh, push it sometimes, but she's. It, it's one of those things where she would point out, where like, uh, it was one of those things where not, not recently, but there mm-hmm. were those times, you know, a while back where she'd be like, we'd wake up in, in bed and she'd be like, you got too drunk last night. And it was that thing. It's like that that feeling. You're like, fuck, I never want to feel that way again. Yeah. So I I did curb it, mm-hmm. but it's like by myself, you don't really realize how yeah. inebriated you are, kind right. of thing. You know. Yeah. So I I mean I'd say for him, I don't know if he's with someone, but mm. usually it sounds like maybe not. Uh, right. Just, just based on the not having, I mean, having a lot of free time, you know, maybe try dating like going on some of those apps and meeting people and that still usually involves a a cocktail but you're not getting like hammered you're like having a drink or like you said uh finding hobbies things that keep you occupied now that you have time in your hands like i uh was uh when i first moved to la like really you know i had no friends and I would get super bored and I didn't know what to do. So I like started finding like activities. Like I joined like a tennis team. Oh, cool. Uh, a softball team. Uh, I started like going to, uh, you know, events or like Q and A's and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would just like, like it would make me be more social. Yeah. So cool. it's just finding a way be, to be more social. That's not necessarily revolved uh, around alcohol. Right. I have a, a few friends who don't, you know, drink anymore and, and it's, you don't even really notice, and I certainly, as a drinker, did not care that they didn't drink. So it's one of the biggest fallacies of our society is you have to drink to belong. You have to drink to have fun. You have to drink to hang out. Try hanging out after work with the people that are drinking and just have, like, club soda or a Coke. Drink a sugar-laden Coke. <laughs> and that will also help with, you know, because alcohol is basically sugar distilled. So, you know, having a glass of sugar water you know, it kind of, it would fool your system a little bit. So you might, despite the caffeine and the sugar rush, relax a little bit and just, and just hang out. The big thing I've learned from the times I was a heavier drinker and I would take time off is that your body kind of reacts to not having that sugar. So you're going to have a massive sweet tooth if you stop drinking for a, a, an extended amount of time. So like, don't, just don't go crazy on like eating ice cream. Don't, you know, uh, go like, oh, I'm going to, I deserve uh, five cookies kind of thing. A good way is just have I like, can't help you with that. I don't know. Yeah. No, listen, I even, even, I have no even when I wasn't there. like uh, taking a break, like I still love the sweets, but it's just about being in the moment and being honest with yourself and not going, not just being asleep at the wheel in your mind. Kind of just go like, do I really want this? Do I really want this drink right now? Do I really need this drink right now? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe I should just hang out and do something that I would rather do, like have a coherent conversation with this person, laugh about something, go see some comedy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There you go. So I hope that helps you out, man. And uh, listen, just the fact that you're saying that to yourself is is cool. So you should be proud of that. And I, I think one of the big things in our society is like, Oh, you're either an alcoholic or you're not. And I don't really, I don't really believe that. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I don't think everything's that cut and dried. If it helps someone to stay sober to believe that, absolutely. And I could be completely and totally wrong. I wish we had a, a, a less stigmatized way for people to kind of stop using this one specific substance or to curb it. A yeah, lot, so there's a know? lot of gray area. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So thanks, man.
Hello, Matt. It's your favorite transgender punk rocker, Sally from Providence. How are you? And hello, Amanda. Hope all is well. Um, Long time listener, third time caller. Hope you're not getting sick of me. Uh, Yeah, so I've got a question that I wanted to get your advice on. So I am bisexual, and throughout my life, I have dated exclusively women and non-binary folks. But I am attracted to men, as much as they may bother me. Uh, It's part of me that I've never got to explore and want to do so now. But the issue is, uh, and I'm excluding the kinds of men who are, like, uh, creepy and fetishy of, like, trans women, uh, chasers, for those of you who who don't know the term. Uh, It's short for another term, but it's got an awful word in it that I don't want to say. But pretty much... Um, it just seems that for whatever reason, guys have no interest in me. And to be quite honest, I think it's because they're intimidated by me. I defy gender norms all the time. I don't dress super feminine when I don't feel like it. And for whatever reason, I think this is the kind of thing that sends the average guy a running. But like what they don't know is I'll settle for the average guy. No, the bar is, the bar is so low. <laughs> anyway, I guess my question is, should I just try not wanting this? Should I go the Zen route and, like, eliminate the desire to eliminate the suffering? Uh, or is that silly? Uh, but, yeah, I think men are intimidated by how awesome I am, or at least that's the thing I think I want to focus on so as not to get negative about it. Anyway, all as well, and again, thank you, Matt and Amanda, so much. Uh, you've got so many fans of the show that love the both of you, and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, stay awesome. I know it's November 1st, but happy Halloween to both of you. Take care. All the best. Bye, love. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Sally. It's always it's always great to to have your energy on the show. Yeah. It's, it's always so Sally. A ray of sunshine. So awesome. Uh, you want to go first this time? I feel like I've been hogging it. Um, you know, well, I think in general, it is hard. Dating is freaking hard. It's yeah. hard to find yeah. uh, anybody sometimes. And I talk to, you know, I when I'm on the road, I do in my stand up. I talk to people about like who's dating, who's on these apps. Like, everyone's, like, immediately, like, ugh. So it's tough. And then, you know, to add uh, to it, like, there are, with there being uh, gender um, things involved in the scenario, it definitely uh, puts another layer to it because, you know, some people have, um, first of all, they might just not have been exposed to uh, a a transgender woman. And so it's something that maybe they don't even know Mm -hmm. if they would be into because they just haven't, you know, gone down that road. So you're dealing with a lot of people that are just, just not aware of it. And so it does make that, that road even tougher uh, to figure out because, you know, it's something that, um, that they don't even know if they're into. And so I don't know. It's just, I think you have to just stay open. I wouldn't necessarily just immediately be like, all right, well, I interested in men and they're not interested in me. And so I'm just going to stop wanting that or, or seeking that. I think you should stay open uh, because honestly, it's going to depend on the person. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's not, um, it's, you have no idea who that person's going to be. It could end up being a man. It could end up being a, a woman. I think people are oftentimes drawn to to the person, the soul, the spirit, uh, and yeah. and and the the rest of it doesn't always matter to 
people. It matters to some people, but other people's it other people it doesn't. So I would try to stay open and just, you know, keep being awesome. You clearly sound like a really cool person and have a great like I can tell you're like fun and smart and have a great personality and you know, hopefully that right person um will be drawn to you and I think they will be. It just might take a little time. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it and I think uh and you're right, Sally is she she's a fireball. She's the best. And <laughs> yeah. she uh it's so funny. But she it, it's it it's I think I think a, a another side of it is that uh, uh a lot of guys uh still sadly kind of have a stigma about dating someone who's trans and uh it's not it, uh, an okay thing. It's and and I think maybe even they might kind of not be being honest with themselves about how attracted they might be to someone like yourself. Uh, so you're you're kind of up <clears> against <throat> it. I, I feel like, Sally, you're owning too much of it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's really got nothing to do with you. you know, other than the fact some people are not attracted to other people, which is just the most common thing in the world. But A, I don't think like you should give up if you're attracted to men and you'd like to be with a man. And B, I don't I think a, a lot of it is is is, you know, to paraphrase George Costanza, it's it's not you, it's them. And uh, you're just going to kind of have to keep looking and hope for that super cool guy to come along because I, I feel like he will. You said it yourself. The bar, the bar is pretty low. That's fair. Don't put it too low. But yeah. I think you just you she just wants a nice guy. There There's a ton of them that don't have a problem with dating a trans person. And, uh, you know, don't knock yourself and don't um, don't give up. It might not be that thing you you want to focus all your energy on because I don't even think that's smart anyway for mm-hmm. anyone that they're just like I gotta date this person or this kind of person. It's just like love always fools you always. Did yeah. I want to fall in love with my manager? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> but now we're married. We don't work together anymore. Yeah, you can't always like no. plan, plan these things. I mean, I might have mentioned this in the show, but like this girl I grew up with, uh, my friend Eliza. She's two years younger than me. I'm two years younger than her older sister and uh that her older sister is two years younger than her sister so like i fit right in as this kind of only child little brother of these three jewish sisters and uh eliza uh is the one i've always been closest to and i remember visiting her in san francisco while she was with her boyfriend a lawyer a jewish lawyer and she said a year before that like i really want to marry a jewish guy and i was like good luck choosing who you fucking fall in love with. You know, I mean, I just told her that she's like, well, but I feel like I can make choices. I'm like, cool. You know, only date Jewish guys, whatever. But she's with that guy. And it's like, like that. Not I give a shit. That's fine. If you want to feel that way. But, and I hoped she would for her sake, for what she wanted. But she was with that guy and like, he's a nice guy and everything. And then she and I had a moment to buy ourselves at one point and went and got a drink. And she's like, what do you think of him? And I just blurted out. I was like, you don't love him. And she just started crying. And I didn't, Shit. I had forgotten that I Sounds like a said movie. Said, but, but, you know, and now she's married to an Indian man. You yeah. know, so it's like, it just, she, that went out the window when she yeah. met someone she was truly in love with. So it's like, mm-hmm. Sally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it in terms of it's, it's gotta be a man right now, but you're obviously open to it and you're, <clears> and you're staying proactive. And I think like you'll, you'll find someone. It's hard. Dating is a, is a, a fucking kick in the asshole. But you just have to keep yourself uh, happy in the right mind state and, and just stay open and don't think of it as a do or die situation. Mm-hmm. That's all. So hope that helps and keep on rocking. Yeah. And that's a redundant thing to say. I know you will. All right. We have time for one more. Let's do it. I'm stuck between two. Do we want to go like a really fun, crazy one or do we want to kind of? 
Uh, let's do a fun, crazy one. Right. I feel like we've been pretty serious. Yeah, I feel like we've been pretty serious. Fun, yeah. crazy one. I feel like we've been pretty serious. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Hey, man. I've got a first world problem. I've got to buy a new mattress because I realized that <laughs> having a firmer mattress makes me less shitty and sore in the morning. But I've also started seeing this girl about six weeks ago, and she just squirts all over the place. All the time, squirts all over the place. And it's fucking great. I love it. But I don't want to go out and spend $1,000 and then turn a brand new mattress into a water lily. So what do you think? <laughs> Come on! No, I mean calls like that you just do not see coming. He's so matter of fact. Oh my god! Uh, oh man! Yeah, he's a just, fortune. I was just like, I was ready to give him advice on mattresses. I was like, well, Steely's a good brand. Yeah, and, uh, we have uh, one of those I, sleep number beds. I didn't That's... think it was going to be like a waterbed situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so wait, to speak. but what? I guess I missed what he's asking. What is he's just like, he, just, he doesn't want to spend like a thousand dollars on a mattress, and then it just gets and, the, and then her mess it up. Dollars isn't much for a mattress. No, I mean that's that's, that's pretty. Up yeah, that's there. actually. I think well, maybe Casper. You can. You don't want to buy a used mattress. Try to, hell if you, no. If you, can, if you can avoid it, yeah. Don't buy a used mattress. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, aren't there like really? You can buy a mattress protector. Yeah, first that's off. that's the key. Yeah, like don't skimp. You spend half your life on on that uh, sleeping. And so he's like, only been dating her six weeks. We don't know. Like right. uh, she could be gone uh, in a month. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like uh, uh, the 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 law of nature. Like they break up, and then he's gonna meet someone else, and she just shits all the time. Like, <laughs> and he's gonna be like, oh, I had it so good. She stains. She's, she's she got stains constant on my bed. diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, just get a mattress. Get protected. the mattress that you want, yes. that you like, because yes. it's you're not in a serious. It'd be different if you were in a serious relationship, and like y'all are gonna like be spending the night together all the time or live together. Then you'd want to get a mattress that works for both of you. But right now, you can be selfish mm-hmm. and get a mattress that works for you. But go the extra mile when she, you know that she's gonna be uh, <laughs> hanging out at your house. Get a mattress protector. Yep, yep. Uh, good. Thick sheets. Yep. Maybe yep. don't have the comforter on the bed. Right. Yeah, just get like a, it's gotta be like a rubberized cover you can put uh, on and then put sheets on. Yeah. Just like, just plan ahead. Plan ahead. And just stop She's being so over. good in bed, making hey. her uh, squirt everywhere. Yeah. I, I blame you. You're just too good. <laughs> that's the key. Stop being so good in bed, bro. Yeah. Uh, but kind of, that's so he, funny. He I just wanted like, us to say that, honestly. Of course. He's like, oh, I just want this call to, in with them saying I'm a real tiger in the bedroom. Yeah. You probably like like uh, there's no situation whatsoever. He's he's alone in a in a, in a party. Yeah. He went outside and made a call and went back inside and he still can't bring anyone home. Uh, he's that guy who has a glass of water and like dumps it on his bed and takes a picture and goes, "Oh, my girlfriend from Canada." Yeah. <laughs> uh, squirt it all over again. I've got uh, I've got pad tie all over my bed. Just, I, I, you know? <laughs> just I, eating. I, I, it's like that's not even what girls squirt. You just dump pad tie in the bed. I didn't pad tie. I just ate noodles in my bed. That's it. I, I literally thought I'd be like, my girlfriend likes a soft bed. 
then it was just like, wait, what? Oh shit, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, well, I hope I hope we helped thank, helped that, him in I some hope, way. Hope we helped out. His, there. his problem was probably the most dire. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the most serious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Turns out, like he doesn't know what squirting is. She's just peeing when she's asleep. <laughs> oh, you must have came really hard. Oh, yeah, oh, I totally oh, came out, super just, hard. Turns out she just needs a diaper. Yeah, she just likes to pee. Um, <laughs> on that note, if you want to pee out any uh, any asks for advice, uh, number is three two three seven six three zero two two eight on uh, Patreon. We're at advice from a dipshit. Uh, it's uh, at advice from a dipshit on Facebook. At dipshit advice on Twitter. Theme songs by Ben Wise. Uh, subscribe, write a fun review, check me out on my Please Hold Me tour, uh, mattbronger.com. we get a couple more dates the rest of this year. Fortune, anything to plug? Uh, I'm on tour, uh, so go to fortunefemster.com. When does this come out? When will this come? We don't know. Uh, I don't know. Probably, probably, probably in a month. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I'm on tour. I'm in uh, Florida. I'm going to be in Boston and New York and Austin, Texas. So cool. go on uh, fortunefeenster.com to see if I'm in a city near you. Thanks for coming on, darling. This thanks was for awesome. Having You're the me. best. I appreciate well, it's it. It's good to see you again. You too. And uh, thanks, everybody. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit.